When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode two of Sideline Summit. I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel Cole, UPenn's finest. I'm Antonio Perez. Uh, we got a great episode for you guys today. We're going to talk some Super Bowl review uh, just a little bit. You've probably heard a lot of it, and you probably have your opinions, but we're still going to share ours. Um, and we're also going to talk some NBA award predictions, though. That should be fun. Um, hope you guys are ready for some Rudy Gobert slander, because that is my absolute favorite. And then we're going to answer some questions you guys asked us on Instagram, uh, which you guys have been showing so much love uh, on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, everywhere, basically. You know, keep up the love. We really appreciate it. You know, helping us grow this platform is really important to us. uh, And we're just going to keep giving you guys good content uh, to follow. Um, Just one notice, uh, my uh, tag on the screen if you're watching on youtube is antonio perez and danny's is his twitter um my twitter uh is i believe a perez 17 uh if you guys were interested and you know it's just not up there but oh well i don't feel like changing it right now so getting into our first topic um (sighs) sorry we're just gonna cut out that there's a fly in my face before we get into our first topic danny how are you doing today yeah, doing really good. There's a lot of Super Bowl action to recap. The trade deadline was a lot, and we can even dive deep into our award predictions. Yeah, man. You know, we got a lot of good stuff, a lot of good questions, uh, especially from uh, one of my friends who sent a pretty personal question uh, about a certain uh, wide receiver, I slander, but uh, we'll get into that later. Uh, you know, first thing we're going to do, we're going to hop into these uh, the Super Bowl review uh, Danny, I'll let you take the stage first. Uh, what are some things you noticed about the game? What did you like? Uh, yeah, let's, let's just give me your opinions on the game. Some things that stand out. Yeah, going into the game, it was really Jalen Ramsey versus Jamar Chase. And I think that tuned into what was really expected to be that great matchup. And it really played out to be. But I think Jamar Chase got the win here. And I don't know what your opinion is, but Jamar Chase – owned Ramsey. I mean, Ramsey got cooked illegally, illegally, yes, 
by T. Higgins for that touchdown. So I don't count that. But I think Jamar Chase really got the best of Ramsey throughout the game. Yeah, I think no, I I do think Jamar Chase played really well. He had that amazing one-handed catch uh, near the beginning of the game, and then he had uh, in the last play of the game he did have Ramsey burnt. Rams, Ramsey fell down, but obviously Burrow had no time. Uh, Jamar Chase played really well, and he's one of the five best receivers in football. I've been saying it. Uh, one of one of the guys I follow on Instagram, he was one of he used to be my coach. Shout out uh, Lamar Shaw. He says he he says he's the best in the league. He says he's the best to ever do it. Um, and if he's called it before anyone else then that man needs to give me a lottery ticket. Uh, but, yeah, he played amazing. I think Burrow played okay. Uh, no, I lied. I think he played good. I think he played some good football. But, um, you know, a lot of things went his way just for them to still lose. Uh, and him, he didn't even get. He didn't even go into the blue tent. He, you know, said, no, I'm not getting my knee checked. Uh, I'm going out there. I'm playing. Um, and speaking of knee injuries, you know, Odell, my guy, he's the reason I wanted the Rams to win. And he was on an MVP, Super Bowl MVP uh, pace, I believe. He had 52 yards, I believe, before he got hurt and a touchdown. Um, yeah. He would and, and that yeah. thinks, yeah, I agree. And I think that kind of ruined, um, kind of ruined things for the Rams for a little bit because, you know, they allowed it to put more uh, pressure on Cup and, it kind of just Van Jefferson wasn't taking advantage of his one on ones when I thought he would have. I really thought he would have this game because Odell could have really spread out the field for them. Um, but you know, shout out to all of them. Of course, Aaron Donald played a great second half to help them uh, propel to victory. Um, yeah, after, after but I, I have for that sack that kind of ignited a fire in his soul. He was like, "Yeah, you're y'all not playing with me. I'm going to get Burrow on the ground another three times." Yeah, that, that's a good point, man. He, he played really well. Uh, one thing I actually got texted about today uh, by our guy, Vinton. He he said, talk about how the the running back did not die for the ball in that last play of the game. And I, I don't know if it was catchable, but lay out. At least try. Like, I don't know. Obviously, the first guy you want to be mad at is the offensive coordinator for lining up Aaron Donald uh, one on getting Aaron Donald a one on one lineup. Well, it uh, wasn't. That's not the problem. He wasn't one on one. The left guard he was. had. He the, went the outside of the guard, help. and and the guard didn't like get. I don't know. I guess you. I guess you do got a point. But um, I think they, I think it was the guard's fault. Uh, I think the guard misaligned, and Donald just said, "I'm going to beat you to the outside. I'm going to win it. Win this the game every uh, time. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. You just can't stop up. a player like that." Uh, Aaron Donald, T.J. Watt, Miles Garrett, those are three names that when you're trying to block them, you better bring two guys because they're not going to be able to get blocked. Yeah, prayers up to Odell. Hopefully Joe Burrow's okay. You do not want to see a guy, you know, get injured last, you know, and he's stuck in there. So I'm hoping that's a good thing. Uh, but just three quick takeaways that I, I would like to put out there. Cooper Cup is indeed uh, top five. After further review, I think he's better than – I think his production – alone, I think puts him up there for me. I, I, I've i seen enough. I think he's top five, uh, maybe four or five. I haven't really, you know, really like going over it. But yeah, he's up there. Jesse Bates is top three. And um, I still think Ramsey uh, is the best in the game. So uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take too much of this game. Like, you know, I take it with a grain, not a grain of salt. Like it just shows how good Jamar Chase is. But, you know, 
the guy is still the best. He's not burnt toast like the the other corner on the other Eli side. Apple. Yeah. Yeah. Baked I apples. Say, I'll give me some one uh, takeaway from this game. People are going to say Matthew Stafford had two interceptions. He didn't play as good as he could have. The, the first interception was a deep prayer on third down and long, which didn't matter. And the other interception was not his fault because the receiver straight up just dropped the ball. Matthew Stafford played damn near close to perfect. I'd be lying if I knew number 18's name, but I will know it when he's working at my local McDonald's next year. I yeah, will for Skr- sure. Skronik, something like that? Yeah. He's I like, uh, I thought it was Cooper Cup like eight times. <laughs> Want to be Cooper Cup. Oh, definitely. Um, we're going to get into one of our longer segments right now. We're going to get into our NBA award predictions. And obviously, we're going to start with the MVP. Danny, I'll let you go first again. I know you might not like this. I know a lot of people are going to like this. But I got to go MVP. Embiid has been on a tear before the All-Star break. He put out what? The most 30-point games in a row in Philadelphia history. And you can just tell that team is completely different without him on the floor. And that's why Philly went and got him James Harden because getting him an all-star like James Harden before the all-star break, let them go on a run together. It's going to be a fun ride down the line. You know, the MVP award is obviously funny because everyone's like, oh, who's is it really most valuable? It's really best player that season. Um, I'm going to go with a guy who's both, and that's Giannis Antetokounmpo. He is the most valuable guy in the league to his team success. And I believe he's the best player in basketball this year. I'm usually a Kevin Durant guy. Um, but yeah, I think he's been the best in basketball this year. Uh, obviously, he's, you know, he's going to get some voter fatigue. Already the two time finals MVP or two time MVP finals MVP last year. And honestly, if he wins the MVP this year and has a finals MVP, that's a really good run. Uh, and here is my girlfriend, Madison, walking in on the best question possible. Uh, Madison, who is the NBA MVP so far this year? Jimmy Butler. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Jimmy Butler is going to be the 2022 Kia MVP after the Heat lock up the one seed and he carries he carries the Heat to the playoffs. And was it actually... If this was the first, like, 20 games of the season, it's definitely not a bad take. He was off to a hot start, and then, you know, you know, plagued, had to sit out, you know, maybe some games, and, you know, the heat kind of fell off. But they're back up. Once he – they're ready to, you know, they're ready to roll into yeah. the playoffs. Butler currently has 1,500 – 15,000 odds for MVP. So if that becomes true, you are going to be a very rich man. Yeah, well, I might, I might put 10 bucks on it. You'd make uh, 15000 I believe. So. Yeah, so you got Embiid. I got Giannis. Two foreign, foreign guys along with Jokic. He's my he's my second. But um, it's really an international game. It's a beautiful thing. Moving on to Depoy. Um, Defensive player of the year. This is really tough because it, I think it should be broken up into guards and forwards or guards and bigs because they have to do two different things unless you're Joel Embiid. And you can guard the rim, and you can walk out with almost any guard in the league. He is my pick for Defensive Player of the Year. And he won't get a lot of love because he's going to get MVP love. And unless you're Giannis, you're not getting both. Uh, 
but I like Joel Embiid for Defensive Player of the Year. And if yeah, I could, a lot of and, guys go with. sorry, just just one more thing. He um, if I had to pick anyone else besides Embiid, I'm picking his teammate. I'm picking Matisse Thybul. That dude straps up. Best wing defender in the NBA history. History, around that. I don't know about that, but uh, yeah. Who's your D boy, yeah, Danny? Come uh, on. So Talk my D boy right now, I think MB gets MVP. Giannis gets uh, D boy. Uh, he's gonna get one of the two. I think it's hard not to choose a player like Draymond or Rudy Gobert as D boy because they just play so well on defense and they strap up. But. I, I got to go with, uh, with Giannis. Okay. Now, that's who we think – that's who we both think will win. Who do you think the league will pick? Who do you think the league will pick? This is the only award we'll do this for, but who do you think the league will pick? Um, I think the league goes with Giannis. Okay. Okay. I think the league I'm goes ready. with uh, Crybaby Gobert, COVID Gobert. Let me touch the mic. Yeah. Uh, but moving on, we're going to go to Rookie of the Year. This one's a good one. It's been changing all year, depending on, you know, just who's been hot. Uh, one thing I've noticed is Josh Giddy has not moved from the four spot, like, ever. It's like he's a good rookie, and he's probably one of the most consistent, but he's not, like, playing, like, lights out. But he's amazing. Like, he's, I think he could pan out really well. He's good all-around game for someone who apparently was not good at basketball, according to a scouting report. Uh, but my rookie of the year, I'm going to go with Evan Mobley. He's been the huge piece on the, I believe, two or three-seeded Cavs right now. Uh, him and Jared Allen are one of the, are a stifling duo uh, inside the paint, and they cause havoc unless you're Joel Embiid. But um, I'm going to go with Evan Mobley. Who do you got? Yeah, I think it's really hard not to say Evan Mobley right now just because he's been playing so such a high level. I'm going to go with a stunner and say Scotty Barnes. And I think Kate Cunningham's mm-hmm. going to make that end of season push, but I don't think he's going to be healthy long enough to win MB, uh, the rookie of the year. But I think I think Scotty Barnes is going to lead Toronto to a three seed and win that uh, rookie of the year. Three seed? That that's that's as bold as it gets, and I like that because the they're getting really hot. Scotty Barnes has been a huge piece for them, and I really do like him. But if you're telling me the Raptors are going to be the three seed, I'll assume the Celtics are the one seed. You know, because we're on that eight gamer. And we got Derek White, and we've been playing ball. Um, and this episode will be dropping tomorrow. We're recording it on Monday. So if this drops on 12 and I say the Celtics are balling and we lose to the Sixers tomorrow night, uh, I'm going to look really dumb. So please don't clip this if you're watching. Uh, that'd be really unfortunate. Yeah, the Sixers might have to end that Celtics winning streak. But you never know. Wrong. Very Wrong. I think Tatum goes for 30 and 10 again. Jalen Brown goes for 25. Derek White, masterclass, all-around game. And Bede still gets 40 and 20, so it doesn't matter. But, yeah, we're going to ball for sure. Uh, Moving on, I'm going to let you get this next one first. Um, Who do you got for most improved this year? Most improved is really a hard choice every year. The odds are favoring John Morant. You got Miles Bridges and Darius Garland following behind. But I don't know, John Morant's improved so much, but he's already been playing at that high level the last couple of years. 
But then you got Darius Garland, who we have, we really haven't seen. Like, yeah, like, like he right? did he get better because he got a bigger role? Did he get better just because it's just like you know he's gotten older a little bit? You know, it is really tough, and I really don't like this award. Uh, I I think the NFL it's is shifting in the direction. Yeah. NFL is shifting in the direction where they need a most improved and not a comeback player of the year because due to Alex Smith, it's more like who had the worst injury. and But it shouldn't really be like that. And then in the NBA, it shouldn't be like maybe they need a comeback player of the year type of thing, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe it'll probably yeah. end up being the same way. But, I think the NBA should have an offensive, and de- an offensive player of the year award. Yeah, because honestly, I think Jokic might win it every time. But he, I don't, is he MVP? Because a lot of people... You could pull up some advanced stats, and maybe he's good on defense. But no, because you could have some like Bradley Beal could, could be in the case every year to win Offensive Player of the Year. He just doesn't play defense that well. So Bradley Beal stinks. Yeah, that's just an aside from what we we're talking about. Most players, of the year. I think that John Morant probably will win Most Improved Player of the Year. But I'm, my choice is going to be Darius Garland. I, I like Darius Garland, man. I like them coming out. He didn't have a lot of games in college, uh, so I thought maybe it was going to be rough for him, but he's one of the best shooters I've ever seen coming out. Um, if I had to go with someone, I'm going to go with Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges is arguably, probably, he's probably the two, but he's arguably the best player on a team that's fighting for the plan. That doesn't sound like a lot, uh, but still, you know, um, He's really crafted his game. His game is much better than what it used to be. He's not just, you know, some freak athlete now. You know, he's got kind of a bag. And he's a great defender. I don't think a lot of people realize that. He's a he's a really good defender. Um, yeah, he's he's a lead. Yeah, that's, that's my pick, for sure. All right, moving on. I think we'll go right into six-man year awards. I think it's not really a question. Uh, going down to South Beach, Tyler Hero has got to be – No limit hero. No limit hero. Tyler Heroes for cer- certainly uh sixth man of the year. 2020 white boy of the year. Um he he earned that uh when he dropped 38 on my Celtics in the bubble. Uh and then he passed it to his man. Uh he passed it to his guy, Jack Harlow, the next year. And speaking while we're on the topic of White Boy of the Year, um Cooper Cup has robbed. He's stolen it from Joe Burrow the last night's performance. But yeah. Maddie's in the background pumping her fist because she loves Jack Harlow, and he is certainly he is he he could he might get you know he could win White Boy of the Month after he drops a song this Friday, but uh, yeah I look forward to it you know I do. Uh, what's our next award yeah. since we don't seem to disagree on that too much? Coach of the Year. Yeah, our last award is Coach of the Year, uh, and I really think it's an award that goes down to the coach that has uh, won the most games at the end of the year. And a coach that really showed how good he is in the playoffs when he turned to his stars in Chris Paul and Devin Booker and really led a team to the finals. I think Monty Williams has really got to be favored at doing what he's doing. Yeah, I think I think he's done a great job. Um, and Chris Paul, obviously, you know his his leadership sometimes gets overrated, but my, uh, yeah, he he's he's done um he's done a really good job. Uh, he's finally put. You know, he's finally put a good offense around Devin Booker. He's put some good players around Devin Booker sets and, and sets him up really nice. Um, I, I think it's kind of, you know, it might be end up being unanimous, really. Um, but a, a couple coaches, I think, that are still in the running, Nick Nurse. He, um, 
this Raptors team is so ahead of schedule because him and Siakam and Van Vliet are, you know, guys who've been to a championship and they know what it takes. They know we don't got to take, we can just, we can just ball. We can do what we do. Uh, another coach I like Eric Spolstra, you know, he's always in the running. Uh, he's such a good coach. He always has been. Uh, he's one of the only teams I know who can send out a, th- a, th- a two, three defense and, and shut someone down. They can send out a high school defense and shut someone down. Yeah. They got that one, three, one box type defense sometimes. Yeah. yeah strap Tatum in the playoffs before I can't lie to you. Yeah, you never know. It's simple defense sometimes locks it down, but now the last one. The, uh, is there another award? No, no, no. I just want to talk just NBA first team. That's all. And but the the thing that might bother me, it usually goes guard, guard, forward, forward, and I believe only one center makes the first and second teams. I mean, unless How? you can consider one center to a forward. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah, maybe I don't. I don't know how. I forget how they do it, but I think this was a problem last year, because um, sorry, Matt, Maddie's uh, showing me a tweet. Oh, oh, yeah, Aiden, Aiden, uh, he has tweeted some some pretty crazy stuff. But back to what we were talking about, if they rob one of those centers of an All NBA first team, that's brutal, man. That is so brutal. I think first team is probably going to be maybe. Uh, I'm going to go John Morant. I'll go John Morant over Curry just because he's been such a bad slump. Uh, I don't know if he's out of the slump yet. I cannot lie to you, but I'm still going to go John Morant because I'm biased. Uh, I'm going to go Devin Booker, and I'd probably go Giannis. This is going to be a kind of tall all-NBA team. Um, If only one center can make it, I'm picking uh, picking Jokic. I'll pick Jokic. They're the same rank. He's in the West. The East has been difficult this year, but I still think with all the injuries he's had on his team, to be this good and in a comfortable situation, he's probably ducking the play-in, and he's going to, you know, probably... He's in a position maybe he can host a, a home playoff series. Uh, and then at, at four, I'll probably have Kevin Durant. Because, yeah. But if it's two, yeah, if it's two centers allowed, um, then both are making it. I'll run right through. I have... I have... Steph Curry at my guard spot. I think he reclaims it after the break. I think he always gets better. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, I'll, I'll go. I'll rock with Devin Booker. I think that's pretty unanimous. Uh, I'll rock with Kevin Durant and Giannis at my forwards, and then I'll finish it off with Embiid as he solidifies his MVP uh, case. I like it. I like it. Moving on, we're answering some questions you guys asked us uh, on Instagram. Uh, I'm gonna pull that. Uh... I'll pull it up now. I think I can think of some off the top of my head, but I like to look at it. Um, yeah, got them now. All right. One of the first questions we got, uh, we got this twice actually. Are the Sixers championship contenders? Um, well, one of them says, "Are they contenders?" and one says, "Are they now contenders?" So I'm going to answer before and after the trade. Before the trade, yes. After the trade, yes. Uh, to keep it short, uh, what are your thoughts on it? Immediately. Here's my thoughts. If James Harden doesn't sign long-term, this really is a bad move for the Sixers. Well, well, he's at least playing next year, but I assume they mean contenders for this year. Yes, uh, uh, he's an expiring s- contract with a player option. So as long as he wants to stay in Philly. He, uh, he, I, well, I think he is picking up the option because I doubt he's landing a better contract than what, he, what he's got now. 
knowing people will see a slight decline. He still, you know, does his thing every now and then. Uh, yeah, they're contenders. They were contenders before the trade, after the trade. Uh, their odds have only gotten better. The more I think about it, I love this fit. I love uh, Harden's going to take us. He's always wanted to take uh, a back seat to somebody because I think he knows his style of play isn't sustainable. But if he can play the guard role with Embiid, I think I think this is just going to be great. You know, this could this could really this could really you know run through the East uh, until they meet those Boston Celtics and Jason Tatum. It's unfortunate. I think this is really setting up for a second round playoff. Sixers versus Nets, and it's going to be, That'd be a lovely. Crazy one. I would love it. I would love every second of it. All right, next and question I ben got Simmons, was a Ben Simmons comes back to Philadelphia. Expect all of the shirts with Ben Simmons' face on it, burning the burning his jerseys. You're gonna to to throw stuff at him. Ben Simmons is gonna get slandered in Philadelphia. Ben's gonna shoot fifty percent from three in that series. You probably all right. Moving. Moving on to the next question. Uh, this is one for my guy, uh, Drew. He's my he's one of my gym buddies. Uh, he says, why do I slander DK Metcalf so much? Um, I slander DK Metcalf because he has – he's one of the most gifted uh, athletes to ever walk into the NFL and does n- absolutely nothing with it. Uh, he is uh, maybe a top 15 receiver. Maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, your answer to why I slander DK is he doesn't take advantage of his physically gifted tools. Danny, you're kind of on the same boat as DK as I am. So what are your thoughts on him? I think DK is a borderline top 10 receiver. I think there's too many talents who are using their athleticism in the NFL right now. And I'm going to go with the bold take and say Deontay Johnson is a better receiver right now than DK Metcalf. And he will always be going forward. Not bold. Common knowledge if you're not a casual. And all, right, all those people on. saying – all those people saying Terry McLaurin better than DK a couple of years ago really look like geniuses. Yeah, low key, but at the time he wasn't. I don't think he was, but no, he wasn't now at the I time. think he is. Moving on, this is kind of a two on one, two and one question by my guy Jacob. He said, "Is Joe Burrow better than Justin Herbert, and what's Herbert's ceiling?" Uh, to answer, I don't think Burrow is better than uh, Herbert. Herbert, I think, is generational. I think this kid you know is why? his ceiling. His ceiling's Hall of Famer. Multiple no, MVPs. You want to know what his ceiling is? His ceiling is the greatest think? quarterback of all time. You think so? Wow. Uh, I don't. I. I, I. It's hard for me to give him that, considering I think that's Mahomes' ceiling. Uh, and to give that to two different quarterbacks in the same era is a little rough. But you know, you to say it's not out the question. Quarterbacks who can put the ball on exactly where they want. They're going to be in the same division for the next what, fifteen years, probably. Probably yeah, fifteen. Herbert can throw the ball as far as he wants, just like Patrick Mahomes. And he's been doing it with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. He doesn't have Tyreek Hill. He doesn't have Travis Kelsey. Yeah, you know, Herbert, they, they should land someone big in this draft, definitely, to help help Herbert out. But they, uh, I don't know. It's hard. He's made it work with the weapons. But you should really up his line. You could really get better on defense. Like, really bad. You can't run it back with Tillery at D-line. You really can't do it, man. He's terrible. <laughs> Jordan Davis is their ideal pick here. You can get a D tackle that can really widen their front and make them kind of contenders. I like that pick. Or they or they trade up, get uh get Hutchinson, and then they have the greatest safety duel of all time with him and Darwin James. Oh, Kyle Hamilton, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle Herbert, Hamilton and Darwin I, James would be Herbert. Absurd. I can't give a I can't give a player comp. 
Uh, I won't give a player comp because at the end of his career, people are just going to compare the next quarterback to Justin Herbert. Uh, player comp, but his, um, I think he Hall of Famer, first ballot, um, multiple time MVP, maybe a couple Super Bowls. Uh, I do question whether he'll get a Super Bowl because the Chargers are a shit organization. But, um, yeah, I'm huge on Herbert. Also huge on Burrow. Like, I'm, Burrow could easily be first ballot Hall of Famer, multiple time MVP. I just think Herbert's got a better shot at it. I was talking today. This is my take of the century. The Bengals will not win the ASC North next year, and the Bengals will be third in that division. The Bengals are really going to take a step back next year and fall back to reality. They're not going to mm-hmm. be what they people think they were. Joe Burrow is not going to have – he's going to get figured out because they're going to start dropping safeties over top for these deep balls. And guess what? Joe Burrow is going to say, oh – I need time to throw these deep balls, and they're going to get pass rush right to the quarterback. He can't escape sacks nine times a game to win football games consistently. Not going to happen. No, I definitely feel you. Um, so if they're finishing third, does that mean it's Steelers-Ravens ahead of them? I know you're a Steelers fan, and you're usually pretty optimistic, and for good reason about the Steelers because of Mike Tomlin and all of them. Uh, or do you think it's Browns-Ravens? You know, do you think Baker maybe has a bounce back year because that's still a talented team it's just you, you you got the the guy from the hulu commercials as your quarterback so i think it's really slept on i think the browns have the most talent out of all of those four of those teams in that division they just need to put it all together if baker puts a good season together honestly he could put a season that joe burrow put this year and become the poster boy if all, all baker needs to do is 34 touchdowns 14 interceptions like like joe burrow did and I think the Browns will easily be in the AFC Conference Championship because they have some really young corners that really can get it done. They have Clowney and Garrett. They have a young budding linebacker in Jeremiah Wusukormoa. They have two good safeties in John Johnson and Rodney Harrison. They, they're really stacked, and they have the best, arguably the best running back in the NFL. You get a receiver. You get them some O-line out. Actually, they don't even need O-line out. You get Baker, two receivers in the draft which is a really loaded receiver draft. And the Browns really turned this organization around. I think they had a bad year because Baker had a torn uh, labrum. But I think the Browns really can turn it around. And it might be Ravens-Browns. I can see the Bengals finishing last again. World-renowned Steelers fan Danny Cole just gives the Cleveland Browns the keys to the Super Bowl. Moving on to our next question. We're going to keep this one short, but I do want to talk about it. Uh was Stafford's no look better than Mahomes? I think in terms of situation, I think in terms of I've seen it live. Uh, I think Stafford's. I think Stafford's got it. He threw it right by Von Bell. Von Bell, one piece of the like the probably the second best safety tandem in the league. No look that he was staring down. I believe I, I don't. I don't remember he was staring. He might have been staring down number he was eighteen. Staring down the, McDonald's uh, worker. I think Bryson Hopkins, the tight end that's filling in for Yeah, yeah, he was staring him down, hits cup. It was beautiful. I think it was better than Mahomes. On the money drive. Let's not talk about that. That's the best throw of the year. That's on the money drive to win the game. Yeah. Oh, my God. In the clutch. All right. We got one more question. Uh, Who won the Simmons-Harden trade? Um, Try to keep this short and sweet because it really depends. I think nobody lost. If I had to give a winner. Philadelphia 76ers. They got their guy. 
for not as much as they had to give. That maybe I think they could have got like back a Patty Mills, but you know you got James Harden. You didn't have to give up Maxi Thybul. You got Embiid, probably the best player he's ever going to play with. Uh, it's win now. It really is. I mean, as a Sixers fan, you don't want to give up Drummond or Curry, but you also retained Maxi, right? We retained Maxi, and we have Bassey coming up, who can play the center role that Drummond did. A backup center is not hard to replace, especially someone who can just get grab boards. We so we had Dwight Howard last year. We don't need someone who can come into the off the bench and score thirty. Bassey should have the opportunity to, to fill that role, and I think. This allows the Sixers to win the trade, creating probably a big three, if you want to talk about it in the next couple of years. Maxi, Embiid, Harden. And you can even call Tobias Harris a fourth piece. If you give Tobias Harris the fourth scoring option on offense, that gets scary because he's a really good scorer. He's an inconsistent scorer, but you know, when he gets going, he really does get coded. But the main reason I believe the Sixers won this trade is because they now. They now headline the greatest. Uh, they could headline the greatest for in-game phrase. You know, you know, you could pass it out hard to the max. I know all Sixers fans are probably hard to the max after this trade. So, hard in maxi. Hard to the max because they got processed. Yeah, hard to the max because you got processed. That's super that's dope right there. The well, I think that's all the content we have for today. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we're going to be uh, back on a normal schedule. We'll most likely be posting videos every Wednesday and Sunday uh, from here on out. So you guys get two videos a week. You'll also be getting side videos on. Like we could do individuals. We might do little small talks uh, between the week on different days. Make sure you go check out my personal channel too. Um, I dropped a video yesterday uh, about NBA trade line. Uh, you know, what some teams should have done and maybe some teams should have held back. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, as always, keep showing love on all social medias. Uh, you know, if you're on Spotify right now, make sure you follow, give a five-star rating. If you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure you're downloading. And if you're watching on YouTube, uh, subscribe and like. Uh, help us grow this podcast on all platforms. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Danny, anything... Uh, Anything for the listeners before we go? Yeah, make sure you stay engaged with our TikTok. Our TikTok is really going to have some more daily content you can engage with. And it's really going to be some more uh, individualized personal content you can engage with. Yeah, man, we got some uh, – we'll soon be having some NFL draft uh, stuff coming up, you know, as the as the season, you know, just winded down yesterday. But uh, thank you all for listening in, and uh, we all hope you have a good day. Yeah, thank you. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 